Hi, this is Melissa with Mix In Some Magic. Welcome to my podcast. Welcome back. I'm so excited to be here today and talk about all things Christmas at the Disneyland Resort. I had another podcast planned for today and I just couldn't get excited about it because all I want to talk about is Christmas at the Disneyland Resort. I know it sounds silly, but that's what I want to talk about. So that's what we're talking about. Um, I know that Disneyland's closed right now. No one can visit for the holidays. But that just made me want to talk about it even more. So that's what we're doing. Christmas Eve is literally one week away from today, the day that I'm recording. I I hope you guys are ready. I'm so close to being ready for Christmas. There's just a few extra things I need to do. I still have lots of wrapping to do, but I enjoy doing that. So I kind of don't look at that as something to check off my list. So... I have a few more gifts to buy. I've got the Christmas cards mailed out, some holiday gifts I need to drop off to neighbors, little things like that, but I'm so close to being done. I'm looking forward to the weekend. I'm gonna wrap everything up and then I'm gonna have all of next week to just lazy around and watch Christmas movies, eat cookies, wrap presents, do that kind of thing. And I'm really looking forward to it. So I hope you guys are saving time to enjoy the holidays and not just feeling busy and stressed. Hopefully things are wrapping up for you too. Okay, let's get started. I have so much information to share with you guys. So many things I'm excited to talk about. I mean, what could be better? Disneyland and Christmas. It's like putting my two very favorite things together and now I get to talk about them and I'm just so excited. But I think we need to start off with a little mood music. Sorry to cut it off, but we got a lot of stuff to talk about. Did you recognize that music? I'm sure you did. It's from, it's a small world. It's the music they play while you're waiting in the queue and they've kind of mixed It's a Small World with some other Christmas carols, which I think makes it even better. But we're going to talk about that a little more later. All right, let's get started. The holidays at the Disneyland Resort are nothing short of pure magic. There's really nothing like it. Um, Disneyland has been decorating for the holidays since they opened in 1955, but when they first opened, it was just a Christmas tree here and there and a wreath, maybe a garland or two, but they have come a long way since then. The holidays at Disneyland start pretty quickly after Halloween. In fact, if you are visiting at the end of October, you might notice signs of the holidays popping up. The first thing that shows up is usually snow on Sleeping Beauty's castle, which arrives usually before Halloween. So if you're visiting close to the end of October, you'll probably see that. 
The holidays officially begin in early November. In 2019, they began on November 8th and lasted until January 6th. Um, it's a little different each year, but that's it's usually around those days. They'll be well advertised if you're looking to plan a trip. If you are looking for really low crowds and don't mind missing the full effect of the holidays at Disneyland, then the couple weeks in between Halloween and the holidays are a great time to visit. The weather is usually nice and the crowds are super low because lots of people will visit for Halloween time and lots of people want to be there for the holidays. So most of the time, if someone's planning a trip, they will plan it for one of those two times and they avoid that middle area where not much is going on. So if you are not super interested in either the Halloween time or the holidays at Disneyland and are just really after low crowd, that would be a good time to go. So think about that. Crowds do start picking up as soon as the holidays officially begin and they can be quite heavy at times, especially around Thanksgiving and Veterans Day. And the crowds just increase the closer you get to Christmas. Um, Fridays and weekends are going to be busier. The week of Christmas terribly busy. Also New Year's, terribly busy. Uh, When I say hugely crowded, I mean hugely crowded. I have a friend who was hell-bent on going to Disneyland for Christmas and I kept telling her, you'll have lots of fun but you have to be prepared for crowds. And she hated crowds and I kept saying, Maybe you need to reschedule for a different time, but they decided to go forward with it. And I remember she called me and she, while they were there, and she said, I had no idea when you said there were going to be huge crowds that this is what you meant. She said that it was absolutely crazy and there were times that they couldn't even walk down the street because there were so many people. And this was right between Christmas and New Year's, so everybody was out of school. Lots of people were visiting. Now, obviously, this was pre-COVID, so who knows what next year will bring as far as crowd levels. Hopefully, the parks will be open, but there might be um, restrictions on how many people are allowed in the parks, things like that. We just don't know yet, but in the past, that weekend or that week between Christmas and New Year's has been absolutely crazy. So if possible, I would avoid it. You can still have a great time, even with the crowds, but if you can avoid it, I would do my best to do so. If you do find yourself in the parks when it's super crowded, having a good attitude will go a very long way to helping you have a great trip. I do have a blog post all about surviving crowds at Disneyland that I think might be helpful for you, so I will put that in the show notes. If you are looking for the lowest crowds during the holiday season, then go before Thanksgiving avoid Veterans Day weekend or go the first two weeks of December. That's going to be your best bet. Of course, that was all pre-COVID. So who knows what next year will bring, but I'm sure that in the years to come, it will be very similar. Okay, let's talk about the decorations. Disneyland does not hold back when it comes to holiday decorations. It's impressive, super impressive. Most of the decorations are put up overnight not all at once it takes them weeks to get it all put up but the crews work mostly at night when there's no guests there so they're not in their way and so it's kind of like every morning when you show up there's new things that have been added and it's like Santa came and just started sprinkling extra magic all throughout the parks which is pretty fun 
So the very first thing you're going to notice when you go through the ticket gates is right below the railroad, there is a huge portrait of Mickey that's made from 7,000 plants. I don't know how they do it. It's amazing. I wish I could share pictures on here because it is seriously impressive. You should Google it. Um, if you haven't seen it, you don't know what I'm talking about. It's impressive. That's one of the first things you'll see when you walk through the gates. It's pretty impressive. Make sure you get a picture there. Next, you're going to walk onto Main Street and you're going to see probably the most iconic decoration um, at Disneyland, which is the huge Christmas tree. It's 60 feet tall above the ground and it actually goes five feet below the ground, which I didn't realize till I went to research things for this podcast. It takes a crane to put it together. And of course they do that overnight when there's no guests in the park. So in 2019, it was decorated with 1,500 Victorian-themed ornaments and 100 electric candles. The tree has approximately 1,200 branches and 800 homemade bows. Obviously, it is super impressive. Make sure you get a picture of it while you're there. There's always photographers around to take pictures of you in front of the tree. Make sure you do it. You don't want to miss it. An extra 300 Christmas trees are brought in to spruce up Disneyland along with more than 10,000 poinsettias. It's impressive. And if that, you know, if they just did that, it would be impressive, but that's just the tip of the iceberg. So along Main Street, the lampposts and the rooftops and the storefronts are all covered in wreaths and garlands. Main Street has approximately 220 garlands that measure more than four miles long. It has approximately 80 wreaths and 120 bows. So everywhere you look, there's holiday decorations. It just adds so much to this Christmassy holiday feel. Along with the decorations, Disneyland pumps holiday scents onto Main Street. So don't be surprised to smell gingerbread or pumpkin spice as you're strolling along enjoying the festive displays in the windows. It's not just Main Street that's decorated for the holidays. The whole park is decorated. Each land has their own decorations that are kind of decorated specific to the land. Um, they have Christmas trees and decor that fit the theme. It's really impressive. One of my favorite things is in Critter Country in Pooh Corner, the store Pooh Corner, they have a Christmas tree in the corner that has honeybees on it and it's covered in what looks like dripping honey. I find absolutely adorable. So pay attention as you're walking through the parks. I know sometimes it's hard when it's crowded and you just see the crowds, but take the time to slow down and look around because there are little holiday touches everywhere you look that it would be a shame if you missed. So take the time, slow down, look around. You won't be disappointed. I especially love Toontown during the holidays. They have kind of a cartoony version of decorations. They've got lights strung all over Goofy's house, and Mickey and Minnie have their own Christmas trees in front of their houses. Absolutely adorable. So even if you don't have small children with you, if you're not interested in Toontown, take a few minutes and stroll around Toontown just to check out the holiday decorations. We cannot talk about holiday decor without mentioning the facade of It's a Small World. It takes three dozen people 35 days to transform It's a Small World into the holiday version. It's got over 
350,000 miniature lights in the trees and topiaries and hedges. It's absolutely magical, especially at night. And although It's a Small World holiday is incredibly magical, maybe the most magical is Sleeping Beauty's Castle. It looks all festive, colored in snow and icicles by day, but the true magic happens after dark. The castle is illuminated with over 120,000 twinkling lights and icicles, and it is absolutely breathtaking. You don't want to miss this. Obviously, if you're there at night, you can't miss it because it just stands out. It's amazing. So spectacular. Don't think that Disney forgot about California Adventure when doing decorations because there's amazing holiday decor over there as well. On Buena Vista Street, they have a 50-foot Christmas tree that sits in Carthay Circle. The tree and shops on Buena Vista Street are decorated with vintage-style ornaments that are inspired by Los Angeles in the 1920s. Cars Land is probably my very favorite part of the holidays in California Adventures because it is completely transformed. All of the decor is Cars-themed, too. It's it's just so clever the way they've done everything. There's even a Christmas tree that's decorated in hubcaps. So fun. California Adventure hosts the Disney Festival of Holidays, which features decor throughout the park that celebrates the culture and festivities of Christmas, Navidad, Hanukkah, Diwali, Kwanzaa, and Three Kings Day. We're going to talk about this a little more in a minute, but there's all kinds of decorations representing those celebrations which is pretty fun. Obviously, the decor isn't just limited to the parks. Downtown Disney, as well as the Disney hotels, have Christmas trees, ornaments, garlands, and holiday displays as well. If you are staying on property, you can arrange for a personalized room celebration and decorations to add some magic to your trip. I think this sounds so fun. Obviously, there's a fee that's associated with this, And I imagine it's hefty, but it would be fun to have some holiday decor inside your hotel room as well. When you are in downtown Disney, stop by Disney's Grand California Hotel Lobby. You can go into any of the hotel lobbies, even if you're not a guest, and they are all decorated for the holidays, and they're all amazing. So I particularly love Disney's Grand Californian. The lobby is incredible on its own but you throw in the holidays and it's absolutely breathtaking the amazing tree is worth the visit alone but you can also check out their giant gingerbread house replica of the hotel it's huge and it's made using over 500 pounds of gingerbread and 60 gallons of icing it's absolutely massive there's also a huge fireplace with chairs rocking chairs all around it that you can sit and relax I always wish that I had more time to sit and relax, but who has time to just hang out by the fire on a Disney trip? But if you have time, it seems like an amazing way to spend a few minutes or hours. Bring a good book. That sounds amazing. Often there is a little holiday treat stand there by the fireplace where you can buy treats in the lobby. They usually have um, a piano player playing Christmas carols can often find Santa there. We'll talk more about Santa later, but it's such a great place to check out. If you're going to be in downtown Disney, just pop in there. It's pretty amazing. 
So if the decorations weren't enough to make you want to visit, then let's talk about the food because I bet the food will get you there. Disney is smart and they take full advantage of the holidays with tons of yummy festive offerings. Some of my favorite from Susan's past are the Gingerbread Boys. Oh man, they're Mickey Gingerbread Boys, not just any Gingerbread Boys. Because we all know everything tastes better when it's Mickey shaped. The peppermint beignets, oh my goodness, amazing. And the peppermint ice cream sundae from the Gibson Girls Ice Cream Parlor on Main Street, so yummy, all favorites. Oh, I have more favorites. It's okay, I won't go into it. We don't have time, but there's so many good things. Each year, Disneyland will release its holiday food guide, and you'll want to check it out before you visit. I always pull it up on the app or on the Disneyland website, and you can browse all of the holiday offerings. I kind of make a list of what I want to make sure to try so that I don't forget or miss anything. The list also includes all of the offerings that are at the Festival of Holidays in California Adventure. You can find festive dishes and yummy desserts from all over the world. For many people, a visit to Disneyland during the holidays would not be complete without a Disneyland candy cane. Have you heard of the Disneyland candy canes? They're kind of a big deal and they almost have a cult-like following. I personally have never had one, which I'm so bummed about. This was going to be my year, guys. This was my year to have the Disneyland candy cane. 2020. It turned out to not be anybody's year. So I have high hopes for 2021. I hear they are delicious. They're huge. And they are handmade right there at Disneyland. So you can find these yummy treats at the Candy Palace on Main Street in Disneyland and at Trolley Treats on Buena Vista Street in California Adventure. They are available only on certain days, usually beginning in late November. There's actually a candy cane hotline that you can call to get more information on them. I'll put that number in the show notes if you want to check it out. So last year, the candy canes were $15.99 in 2019. No annual pass holders discounts and supplies are very limited and these are very popular. So if you want one, you'll need to line up at least one hour earlier than they begin selling them for a shot at a wristband. You can't just stroll in and buy a candy cane. You have to get a wristband. So once you're in line, you'll get a wristband with a return time on it. It will tell you what time to come back later in the day to purchase your candy cane. So it's kind of a deal, but there must be something to it because so many people want them. So hopefully next year I'll be able to tell you if it's worth it. I'm excited about it and I think it'll be a fun thing to try. So along with all the food carts and the churro stands and the little bakeries, the, most of the other restaurants the sit-downs and the quick services will all have some sort of holiday offering or two on their menus. So you'll be able to find all of what's available on the holiday guide. In 2019, Cafe Orleans had hot chocolate beignets with this hot fudge sauce that you poured over the top that were absolutely amazing. I'm a sucker for beignets, but anyway, so obviously I was going to like them, but man, those took it to a whole new level. They were delicious. If you are planning on eating at any of the sit-down restaurants, make sure you make a reservation through the Disneyland website or app. 
you can make reservations 60 days in advance and you will want to have a reservation, especially during the busier holiday times. If you're going to be visiting on Thanksgiving Day or Christmas Day, make sure you make a reservation exactly 60 days out. Everything will book up very quickly. Most of the restaurants offer a full holiday meal. Um, there are variations on which restaurant offers what. I mean, they have different menus, but they're all fairly traditional. So I would take a look at all the menus on the website or the app so you can be sure which place you want to book your holiday meal and book it the very first second that you can so you can get the restaurant that you're hoping for. Oh my gosh, all this talk about yummy holiday food has made me hungry. I'm going to take a quick break, grab a snack, and when we come back we'll talk about ride overlays, entertainment, and lots of other fun things relating to holidays at the Disneyland Park. Are you planning a trip to Disneyland or Disney World in the near future? If you are, please don't pay full price for your tickets. Oh, that's the worst thing you can do. It breaks my heart every time I hear that someone paid full price for their tickets. Please don't do this. My partners at Getaway Today have the best prices anywhere. You can save a little bit of money. You can put that money towards fun things like Mickey ice cream bars and Mickey sweatshirts and Mickey Mouse ears, all that important stuff. Getaway Today has been open since 1990. They are the top travel provider to the Disneyland Resort, and they do vacations to Disney World too. I've personally been using them for 15 years, and I'm always so impressed with their prices and their sales and their customer service. They are one of the very few legitimate places to buy discount Disney tickets. So please, please check them out if you are interested in a trip. 2021 is coming up. It's going to be a brand new year, hopefully full of lots of Disney vacations for all of us. If this interests you, they do offer layaway plans, which are amazing. You can put down $175 on your dream Disney vacation and make payments up until your trip, which is so amazing. You don't have to have all the money right up front for your trip. You can make payments. I recommend checking them out. You won't be sorry that you did. I love them and I know that you will too. I will put a link to them in my show notes, but you can find them at getawaytoday.com and tell them that Melissa with Mix and Some Magic sent you. Okay, I am back and I am ready to talk more holidays at the Disneyland Resort. Let's talk about ride overlays. The very most popular holiday overlay is by far the Haunted Mansion holiday. I did a whole podcast on this last week, so I'm not going to go into it much now, but if you want more information about that, the history behind it, lots of fun facts, go back to last week's episode and check it out. So that one is by far the most popular. 
And then we've got the Small World Holiday Overlay, which is one of my favorites. The holiday decorations and costumes for the dolls are added to the attraction along with so many lights. The traditional song, It's a Small World, has been updated a little bit um, and replaced. Well, not replaced. They've just added Deck the Halls and Jingle Bells into the traditional It's a Small World song. I love it because it's not as monotonous as the same song over and over again. It gives you a little bit more variety. They have changed little bits and pieces of it, like when you're going through um, the ocean scene with Ariel, instead of singing Jingle Bells, Jingle Bells, they're singing Jingle Shells, Jingle Shells. Super cute. There's just little things like that sprinkled throughout. New in 2019, there were holiday scents added to this attraction. So in South America, you can smell cinnamon. And when you're sailing through the South Seas, you'll notice a coconut scent. And in Asia, you'll smell cherry blossoms. So that was pretty fun. Something that I think they should keep all year round and not just for the holidays. Now in years past at Disneyland, they've had the Jungle Cruise transformed into the Jingle Cruise. It debuted in 2013 and they kind of inserted holiday decor throughout the ride, but it was a little different, kind of like how holiday decor would be if it was in the middle of a wild jungle. So like the tinsel was torn up and there was Santa hats that were ripped and laid at the feet of the apes. Snowflakes were hung kind of haphazardly over the waterfalls. There were ornaments strewn, 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 strewn. Let's go with strewn. Strewn about all over the savannah scene. There were fruitcakes floating in the hippo pond. And then all the skippers had little comical spiels where they changed some of their dialogue to include holiday jokes. It was great. I loved it. Sadly, it was stopped in 2017. I'm not sure why, but every season, then everybody hopes that it will be brought back, but so far, it has not. You can still find it at Disney World, though. Over in California Adventure, there are two small, I would call them mini holiday overlays, and Cars Land. Luigi's ride has been turned into Luigi's Joy to the World. And Mater's ride has been changed into Mater's Jingle Jamboree. Now, they're not really full overlays. They're mostly just new soundtracks with holiday music set to the rides, but they're still fun. Now, I don't know if this is true, but there are rumors swirling around that maybe someday we might get a Guardians of the Galaxy holiday overlay at some point. I hope it's true. I think that would be incredible. All right, let's talk about characters, meeting the characters during the holidays. Most of the characters have on some type of festive outfits, which is fun. Mickey and his gang all have holiday sweaters. You can find them in Toontown, and they're often on Main Street. They're usually all in their same places, but they have their holiday sweaters on, and Mickey will wear a Santa hat. It's pretty cute. In Critter Country, then Pooh Bear and his friends are there. They'll have like holiday scarves on and Santa hats. Jack Skellington will be outside the Haunted Mansion for the whole holiday season, including Halloween. 
but sometimes during the holidays he wears a red santa suit so if you see him in the red santa suit make sure you snap a picture of him because he is not always in the santa suit so that's kind of special so in california adventure on Buena Vista Street, Minnie, Mickey, Donald, Daisy, and Goofy all wear their usual Buena Vista Street outfits, but for the holidays, they've added some kind of cute, festive addition, like a coat or a scarf or a hat or something like that. The citizens of Buena Vista Street also dress up for the holidays, and you can find Chip and Dale in their holiday scarves at the Redwood Creek Challenge Trail. Over by the Paradise Garden Grill, you can find Mickey, Minnie, Goofy, and the three caballeros, Donald, Panchito, and Jose, in their festive Viva Navidad outfits. If you are wanting to meet any of these characters in their holiday outfits, make sure you check the Disneyland app, because they can give you the exact times and locations, so you will know where you can find them, at what time they will be there, and make sure you can work that into your day. Now, during the holidays, Disneyland has a special visitor. Of course, Santa Claus is there. And for our family, meeting Santa during the holidays at Disneyland has always been a highlight. What better place to meet Santa than the happiest place on earth? At Disneyland, you can find Santa at Pooh's Thoughtful Spot in Critter Country near Splash Mountain. The lines here can get a little long, but you also get to meet... Uh, Pooh Bear and some of his friends at the same time you're waiting in line to meet Santa so you'll see Pooh Bear and maybe Tigger or Eeyore or Rabbit or whoever's there at the time but then you also get to meet Santa so you kind of are meeting more than one character so we like visiting him there. Over in California Adventure you can find Santa at the Redwood Creek Challenge Trail. This is probably our favorite place to meet Santa. There are a few fun things to do while you are waiting in the line. You can sign Santa's nice list and play elf games. Uh, the line can get very long in this location. I would plan on about an hour. If you do have two adults, then I suggest sending one to wait in line while the other takes the little kids to explore the Redwood Creek Challenge Trail. That way they aren't in line for so long to meet Santa. Um, after you see Santa, you can purchase uh, sugar cookie decorating kits, which is kind of cute and fun. And there's a little area set up where you can enjoy them and decorate. I think it is open from about 9 a.m. to 8 p.m. daily, but you can find that information on the app. Santa is also available for visits at each of the Disneyland Resort hotels. You can find him in the lobbies. You do not have to be a hotel guest to visit him. He is usually available from around 4.30 p.m. to 8.30 p.m., but his schedule can change, so you're going to want to make sure you check on the app to see what time he will actually be there. The wait times to visit Santa at the Disneyland hotels are usually much shorter than visiting him inside the parks. But wherever you decide to visit Santa, the Disneyland Resort anywhere on the Disneyland Resort, then there will be a photographer there to capture the magical moment, which I totally recommend getting the Max Pass so that you can have these photographs. Now, occasionally, if you are very, very lucky, you might be able to find Mrs. Claus in Critter Country. She's not there all the time, but occasionally she roams around and she passes out recipes for her Christmas cookies. 
absolutely adorable. You can check the app to see if she might be around on the day that you're there. She's not often there, but every once in a while she is, and she's just delightful. All right, are you interested in visiting Disneyland at Christmas time yet? There's more. Let's talk about entertainment. There's plenty of holiday entertainment to keep you busy. The main event at Disneyland is the Christmas Fantasy Parade, and this parade celebrates the holidays as only Disney can. You'll see all of your favorite characters, hear all of your favorite holiday songs, and you'll even catch Santa at the very end. Showtimes are usually 3.30 p.m. and 6.30 p.m., but it will depend on the night, so you can check the app for that information. Now, when you're there visiting, you cannot miss the fireworks. The holiday show is called Believe in Holiday Magic, and it's wonderful. We like to see it on our last night as a finishing touch to our trip. The fireworks usually start around 9.30 p.m., and there's projections on the castle that really add to the magic. After fireworks, you'll be able to watch the snowfall. It's actually not really snow, but a form of soap. It's like a foam type of soap that's lovingly referred to as snope in Disney circles. Uh, This is one of our favorite things. It used to be even more special because we lived in Arizona for 10 years and we didn't see any snow. So when my children were small, we lived in Arizona. So going to Disneyland during the holidays and seeing the snowfall was a huge highlight. The kids were so excited to see snow and it just added to the Disney magic. Now, I think that the snow has a gingerbread scent, and I've mentioned that to some people, and they agree with me, and other people have no idea what I'm talking about. So I'm not sure if this is something I've made up in my mind, or if it's actually true, but I think that the snow has a gingerbread scent. Now, the snow does not fall directly in front of the castle, so if you're hoping to be in front of the castle with the snowfall, not going to happen. It's more to the side so keep that in mind when you're picking a spot for the fireworks there's four places that you can watch the fireworks and see the snow and also the projection show that goes along with the fireworks so you can see it at the castle sleeping beauty's castle you can also see it on main street you can see it in front of it's a small world and along the rivers of america the castle will be the most crowded place to watch the fireworks followed by main street then probably it's a small world and rivers of america we love it's it's always magical to see the fireworks in front of the castle but sometimes you're not as interested in the most magical place and kind of just prefer a place that's not as crowded so if you're looking for a less crowded spot i would suggest It's a Small World or the Rivers of America for lower crowd levels. Now, there's tons of musical entertainment at Disneyland during the holidays. The Dickens Yuletide Band performs on Main Street. The Dapper Dans work in some holiday tunes to their act. And some nights, Tomorrowland even hosts a Disney holiday dance party. Disneyland hosts the annual Candlelight Ceremony, every year. That's why it's annual. (laughs) It began in 1958 as a way for Walt Disney to show appreciation to the Orange County community. 
The Candlelight Ceremony is a musical retelling of the Christmas story, and it's hosted by a different celebrity each year. The host is kept a secret, so you don't know who the host will be until that very night. In 2018, it was Chris Pratt, and in 2019, it was Lynn manuel Miranda. This event is by invitation only, and usually the seats are only reserved for Club 33 members and VIPs and high-profile people, so not you and not me. <laughs> you might be able to catch a glimpse of it if you wait the entire day, but I don't recommend it. Every once in a while, there are empty seats that they will allow guests to fill, but this is very rare and I would hate for you to waste an entire day at Disneyland just on the off chance that this might happen. Over in California Adventures, you will love the high-energy Viva Navidad Street Fiesta. It's complete with lively Mexican music and costumes, and they have this parade that is just so fun. Very high-energy, very colorful, the music's great. I recommend it. Along with the parade, you can decorate cookies and do free crafts near Paradise Pier, and if you're lucky, you might even spot the toy drummers marching down the street. In 2019, a new show called Mickey's Happy Holidays debuted. It's not really a show. It's more like a small cavalcade that celebrates the holidays with lots of high energy and fun, and they travel around. They make two stops, the obelisk and the they stop near Carthay Circle. So this is a fun little show to catch if you have time. In 2019, the World of Color Season of Light came back, which everyone was super excited about. And this show is just full of fun and holiday magic and well worth your time. So if you are there in the evening at California Adventures, I would definitely check it out. Now, along with all of these things we've talked about, Disney also offers some special events which are a separate price require a separate ticket one of them is a gingerbread house building event which sounds so much fun so if you love gingerbread then you can enjoy a hands-on gingerbread decorating experience at the storytellers cafe on select days your group can work together to decorate a mini gingerbread house Disney provides the supplies, and each person gets hot cocoa, snack mix, and a holiday-themed apron. So cute. In 2019, it was $70 a person. I'm giving you guys all the 2019 prices on things because there was no Disneyland holidays in 2020. And I don't know if prices will be different in 2021. I guess we will find out. There's also a guided tour called Holiday Time at the Disneyland Resort that I have been dying to go on. It's the only guided tour that I haven't been on, and this was going to be my year to go on it, but that didn't happen. So next year, 2021, I'm going to make it happen along with the candy canes. So the little blurb from the Disneyland website says, Celebrate the season with a look at how we make the magic shine so bright across the Disneyland Resort. I love it. Can't wait to do it. In 2019, it was $99. I do think that there is an annual pass holder discount that is applied to these special events. Not 100% though. One more thing I almost forgot to talk about was the holiday lightings. So Sleeping Beauty's Castle, It's a Small World, 
the Main Street Tree at Disneyland, and the tree on Buena Vista Street all have special holiday lighting ceremonies that happen a couple times a night. They're well worth checking out. They're pretty cute. They only take a few minutes, and the times that they happen each night will be listed on your app, so make sure you hit a couple of those. If you're thinking visiting Disneyland during the holidays might be something you'd enjoy, then let's make it happen. Let's do it. My friends at Getaway Today have layaway plans and they even have a travel savings program designed to help people start planning and saving for a Disneyland resort vacation. As always, I am here to help. Let me know what questions you have. I also offer custom Disneyland itineraries to help you navigate the parks and make the most of their time there. So please let me know if you have any questions. I have so many pictures and videos from my last visit in 2019 of the holidays at the Disneyland Resort. You can find them on my Instagram. If you look in the highlights section, you'll be able to find them there. And I think I'm going to start posting some more of my trip from last year. All this research and talk of the holidays at Disneyland Resort has just gotten me super excited to go back next year and experience it all over again. If you are looking to add a tiny bit of holiday Disney magic to your home this Christmas season, I can't say enough about the website, The Sounds of Disneyland. It's a free website. You can go on there. They have every song, every soundtrack, anything you can think of sound-wise from the Disneyland Resort, they have it. And they have a special holiday section that has all kinds of holiday music from Disneyland, and it's amazing. I listen to it every day, and it just puts me in such a great mood. I love it. I think you should check it out because you'll love it too. I will put a link for that in my show notes also. That's it. That's all I've got. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate it so much. And I hope you have a wonderful holiday season filled with lots of love. I know this year can look different with COVID. Our holiday celebrations are all a little different this year, but I hope that you are happy and healthy and safe and that you have a magical holiday. Thanks so much for listening. We'll talk soon.